Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Set of Six podcast. Alex is back out of the sim bin, the yes. trio is back. I'm back. He's back. I've learned my lesson. He's learned his lesson. What, way, we, what was I uh, simming for? For being against? a bad journalist. <laughs> right, of course, yes. <laughs> my yeah, apologies. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's basically the Danny Bruff of this podcast every other week. He's in the same month. like, I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. So we are. I'm good. Right, I'm good. So you've got me, the mouth of the north. You've got bad journal over in the corner. And the Piers Morgan, Morgan of Rugby League. I've got, Jack I've got to, One, no full name, please. Secondly, <laughs> I've got to dispute this. I'm, all I said was that the halfback for the team playing, that are currently second in the league is playing well. Well, you have been dubbed by Jonesy, who knows goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have um, been the Piers Morgan Rugby League, so that is how it will stay. It's 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 inaccurate, and I would just point out that one of us has an obsession with constantly saying that Rod Studd was right. I mean, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> it is possible for that man to be right. going on your grave still on that. <laughs> We'll get into a results reaction then. Uh, Thursday kicked off the round of fixtures and it was a good game, I thought. Wakefield hosting Warrington Wolves. Um, a lot of people I know turned the game off after the first 15 minutes because they fools. thought it was going to be an absolute whitewash for Warrington. They are fools. Well, well, Warrington were lucky to win. Yeah, two two missed kicks, one of which was, was difficult. but Wakefield one was scored easy. more tries. Um, they were terrible at kicking on the night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, all, the were... second half basically was just Warrington just conceding tries for a good forty they, minutes. They were also ruled out a try that got me quite high rate in terms of obstruction. High rate, yeah. high rate, because it really annoyed oh, me with the, the way they implement the rules of obstruction. I won't go too much into it, but uh, yeah, I think they should have had an extra try as well. So more into it, uh, they definitely should have won. Um, anything that jumps out in this game, uh, I think Warrington are looking quite vulnerable in terms of in, de- in defence. They can score tries, yeah. we know they can, but they showed but, hit. But uh, the defence yeah. isn't the best. They showed against Catalan and it uh, came back to bite them and almost came back to bite them again today. They so switch off a lot at the end yeah. of the games. It happened when they beat Castleford the other week where it was just like, as soon as they think they've got a game one, they're just like, right, we don't need to bother beyond this point. Yeah, and I think the only team that isn't looking like that in the minute and still looks like they could get better is Warrington obviously can get better in terms of defence, but I think Saints can get better in terms of attack because there's a lot of times when they're going forward, a lot of things don't come off or there's wasted opportunities, yet games are being won by 40-plus points each mm. week at the minute. So it's good to see there's still uh, more gears to go up. Uh, but that'll move us in quite nicely to the St. Helens game and they went to Castleford Tigers uh, and surprisingly, I thought, dominated. I thought they'd win, but I didn't think it'd be that clear cut. Well, you clearly haven't watched Saints a lot recently. But I've watched Castleford, and especially at home, I thought they'd at least put up a fight. And... Well, I saw Castleford against Warrington a couple of weeks ago, and I suspected that the result could be this. And, well, it turns out that uh, Castleford are once again going to be the Globe, the Harlem Globe Trotters, the Entertainers. They're going to throw the ball around, they're going to please the crowd, please the Rugby League family. They're also full of uh, bottlers who don't perform in big games again. Well, it was dubbed the... Hello, uh, 2017 Castleford. Yeah. Welcome back to the Super League. It was dubbed... Good to the, see you all again. It was dubbed the Entertainers versus Classy Cast, but uh, there wasn't much classy about Castleford's performance. Uh, um, I also want to say that uh, Shenton's try was 
horribly offside. Oh, he, he, was, he, was, he, he was in a different continent when the game was being played. He, he, he even knew. He, was, he turned around, looked, and was like, oh, no, you're, you're going to make me run 90 metres, really? I, I don't want to run 90 metres. Oh, it was embarrassing, really. But um, kind of feel this shouldn't have been as unexpected a result as it was, because I think I mentioned last week, Saints have had you know, a lot of luck in the last couple of seasons at the jungle. If you look at last season when we played, I think when they played in like first game of the season, they um, put on a big scoreline against him. Then they play him in the cup, big scoreline against him. And it just seems to be the way it goes in the regular season, at least, is that Saints versus Cast Saints have the edge by a bit, by a fair bit. Saints have been by far the best team so far. Yeah, and they showed it again. Yeah, very much. It's going to enjoy this it. season until the first semi-final comes up, <laughs> and then I won't be watching. Because we all know what happens. Yes, yeah, um, thanks. And uh, Theo Farge. Yeah. But all the all the questioning of the decision to drop Richardson, the the talk of conspiracy and perceived attitude and behavioural problems that have no basis in fact. Turns out maybe the coach just I don't know maybe watched training. Perhaps he watched the players train. Perhaps he he works with the players week in week out. I mean, it's an incredible concept. Yeah, concept that then the coach might knows know the better. He might know better. Doesn't always happen. Doesn't always happen, especially if your name's Adrian Lamb. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, when your name's Justin Holbrook, more than often than not, you get it right. And he's the best half-back in the league right now, Theo Farge. Yeah, he's showing it. It and turns out moving him from standoff, where he's always been a bit inconsistent playing wider, and just having him control things up the middle, oh, it turns out he's found his actual position. And he's... Yeah. Absolutely boss of it, and you know what? While you're mentioning how good some players have been, I, I was going. How to go good was Metautier? Metautier. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. We're about to go into the weekly stuff later on about Man of Steel, but I think we should go into it now because they released the points. And it was three points to Johnny Lomax, which I think when it comes to giving three points to a player on the winning team, yeah. it's opinion. It could have been eight players for the Saints side. Yeah. Then two points was Peter Metautier, and then. <laughs> One point, Alex Wormsley, who, yeah, he played well, but I don't even think it was the best prop on the field in terms of St. Helens. So, yeah, strange. Um, I, I think that just kind of shows a little bit of an inconsistency of the way they're applying the rules because... Basically, whoever's done that in, 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 is incompetent. Incompetent or doesn't understand the application. So if they don't understand it, as far as I, yeah, it's not very hard. As far as I knew, it wasn't... Oh, you're the best player for that team, but I'll give you two points because you were okay for that. No, it should be the best three players on the field. It is, that's what it is. Well, someone is incompetent then. Yeah. The other week, Saints got all three of the, the points. Yeah, so it's they, ridiculous. They don't have to give points to both teams. I still under, I, Especially when I have a team who one tries an interception that's a mile offside and one's just at the end of the game. Well, if we keep throwing the ball around, eventually we'll find a break. Eventually, after 80 yeah. minutes of trying. Exactly. Even if, if they were to give it to Shenton... Or to Truman, who scored their two tries. At least there, there's a tiny Look, little bit of logic. No. At the first game of the season, when they gave it to the um, Marshall at Wick for oh, Wigan, I don't it think like... it's yeah, I don't think it's right at all. But at least then you could say the person defending himself would go, "But you scored a try. What did Peter? What did you do? He caught balls like fullbacks do. He didn't really make any breaks. He it didn't set even any the tries. Fullback on the pitch. Exactly. Oh right, okay. It just it really annoys me, and um, I think that's going to happen a bit more often if. Uh, I mean, it is opinion at the end of the day. I mean, I'm sorry, you no no player on a team that loses by 30 yeah. points gets any any. Think so, wouldn't you'd you? have to no chance. Unless it was like a game where you lost by 30, but they like it was 60 30, yeah. and all that 30 came from, from one, one player. player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was worth mentioning. 
Uh, but we'll go into the next game. It was uh, Huddersfield Giants uh, comfortably beating Hull KR. Um, I actually tipped Hull KR in this. I don't so, know why. Cause I think after I tipped and sent my tips over to you guys when you were doing the podcast, I realised that they had about 100 players out yeah, injured. And yeah, I was like, well, okay, as long as one of them isn't Danny Maguire... One of them was Danny McGuire. <laughs> yeah, but even still, I was just looking at going, Christ, I just feel it's been terrible. Yeah, so um, do you think this might be the springboard for Huddersfield? Depends or? who they're no, playing next no, week. No. There's too many better teams ahead of them, but this is a very good uh, win in the fight for relegation, and well, it takes them away from the Leeds Rhinos. It puts a lot of pressure on Leeds Rhinos because they're, <laughs> they're not picking up points at the minute. Um, and that's that quite and nicely. This week. Bring they us into this week. Catalan. You're waiting for me to back Leeds in that game, aren't you? <laughs> Catalan, uh, as we just uh, alluded to, beat Leeds 26 22. Uh, what do we think? What do we take from this game? Oh, tell you what, you know, it seemed like Catalan might be becoming a bit more of an easier to watch side after years of just being the grubbiest, horrible little side in Super League. <laughs> yeah. The grubbiest, hor- I mean, the, the games, that are dr- I, even when they're on TV, if they're in Catalan in France, I hate watching them. They're always full of penalties, full of niggle, mm. just full of, just absolute, like, messing about at the play of the ball. It's, ah, oh, <laughs> the games are horrible to watch. They're a horrible side to watch. But uh, Leeds were, Absolutely dreadful. They won fair and square, but yeah, the ent- the Catalan entertainers era is dead. Two thousand eighteen to two thousand eighteen. <laughs> We're back to pure Steve McNamara England rugby league style rugby. I this think is dreadful. What's interesting with Leeds is they get them the well within games. Whereas they're winning again. Yeah, the well within games, and then it comes to I think the, the final twenty minutes of the game. The game management just, just goes there. out the window. It comes from a few things. One, the coach is a fraud. I mean, is he even a fraud? <laughs> is he even a fraud if he's never been a good coach right. anywhere? Someone can he even be a fraud? Is he even good enough to be a fraud? <laughs> Someone listening, please listen back to all our podcasts and count. Have a count of how many times a fraud swerbox. Yeah, hold on, yes. money. hold yes. on. I'm not. Definitely say he's a fraud. I'm saying I'm questioning whether he's even good enough to be a fraud. The words lost on me. However, <laughs> you know who is a fraud, and you can't deny me this one. The person in control of their games, in control of their game management, in control of a lot of the way they play, is their halfback, Richard Mile of the third. I'm going to deny this because I don't think I've found anyone who rates him yet to be a fraud. Turns out. Rugby league coaches for some reason <laughs> rated. Do they or have they just gone, right, who we got available? Who can we afford? Ma, ma, ma. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so wasted okay. money and um, that, like marquee signing on Lola here, who's already been dropped for his poor performances. Yeah. And there's also rumours circulating that Marion has got a link back to St. George and NRL. It's almost as if if you sign a makeshift centre slash fullback and ask him to be one of your main playmakers in a team going through huge transformation, playing under a coach that also is getting used to being a head coach as well in a top level sport, things might not go well. We'll ignore the fact I predicted Leeds to finish second. <laughs> we will never ignore that fact. I can't wait till the end of the season when we look back at our actual predictions. Yeah, so um, not good for Leeds and it's hard to see where the next win's going to come from. Uh, we'll move on to London. Oh, I'll tell you where it comes from. Comes against Castles on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, London um, narrowly uh, being defeated by Hull FC. Uh, almost another great win for Hull FC, but um, I mean for London, but Hull FC. Tell you what, well, I think, I mean, it's still early days, and the way Super League is, they could still they could drop like a stone very quickly. But 
mid-table finish could be on for London, eh? You know, yeah, there, you know, they're not really getting they're solid sh- mid-table finish for they're London. Staying, yeah, they're staying within yeah. games, isn't they? They're staying within games, and that takes quite as far a lot. as I know. Only Cass have really battered them so far. Yeah. Considering they come up from the championship and everyone goes, oh, they got mostly the same players. Most they're, of the not, same they're not going to have the fitness to compete. And you look at them and going, yeah, they're playing for eighty minutes. And then yeah. you look at Leeds and going, oh, well done, Leeds. To be you fair, lost by four points. You finally put in forty minutes to play devil's advocate. Oh. I'm pretty sure London were full time in the championship. Uh, I'm they were, sure yeah. they were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even still. So I just wanted to be Rod Stubb for a second. Um. I mean, it's a challenge you on a point that didn't actually make, have any relevance to the main point. <laughs> so yeah, L- London, yeah. I think um, they're going to be carrying on surprising people because looking it's good. Still, still. It's still so tight that literally a few results either way and teams could be going up and down, up and down. It's pretty much than Yorks at the bar. Oh, <laughs> oh, he still hasn't paid me the fiver. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to the next game. Salford... Um, Losing to Wigan. Uh, this had some good tries in it, but uh, what, what, what are we thinking? Yeah, sums up Salford's inconsistency. They Taking can't the really, lead, yeah, they can't finish. I would like to take personal responsibility. I did say as soon as I finally said Wigan in crisis, they'd start winning again. And <laughs> I think anyone who listened to last week's podcast could hear the joy in my voice when I was finally declaring Wigan in crisis. <laughs> I'm still saying Wigan in crisis because Sean Edwards off to Wasner. Um, but yeah, Salford uh, looking good in parts, but they need to okay. get that consistency if yeah. they want to make the top five. I mean, if they want to make the top five, they need to be beating teams like Wigan. Yeah, especially in games. You know, if you would need to beat the teams that are going to be near the bottom of the yeah. league. Especially they, when the game's as close as this. Like on those challenges they, they, on that, that's great. They need to um, just start playing at home, it seems. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the losses are coming at home. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they're the results. Um, Proof that no one actually likes the AJ Bell Stadium. No, it's all. A little quick prediction standings I mean, when and you're our, playing our table. In someone else's ground. I mean, hey. Hey. Uh, I lead the way with 29. Uh, Jack just behind with 28, and Ben closing the gap with 26. Oh, 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 so he's within touching distance now. So uh, all to play for in the prediction standings for that mysterious prize that we don't know what it is yet. But, no, no, you know. no. The, the the prediction member, the loser, has to wear a Wigan shirt all day. Ah, yes. Yeah. That that that. That you, you uh, can, and, yeah. and someone else has a medium. That has to, in case that, anyone wants to. Actually, if it's a if it's a Wigan shirt, I'd probably go for a large. Small boys. <laughs> <laughs> Small boys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll move on to the fantasy overview. So uh, Ben, would you like to give us a little? Oh uh, well, you day? know, games are played, points are scored. Oh, Great, thank you very much for the overview. Moving on. They did well this week. In... Well, I'm not going to go through all the games. No, no, it's, just quick. it's the same positions apart from doors overtaking me after my pack didn't score any points again. And Dawes scored 300 more points than me. Uh, Louise Clark is still way ahead at the top. I think she's going to run away with it. It looks like I'm now pretty much just fighted with the other two lads behind me just to not be relegated. Um, yeah, uh, it looks like that's what's going to happen because, and I'm 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 slowly closing closing that gap on. I out. mean, there's a thousand point difference between Alex and the top two, and I'm closing so... that gap every week. <laughs> if I'd have had that first week, I'd been up in that top three, and y'all know it. Y'all know it. I'm the gatekeeper. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping you guys away at bay. I'm I'm keeping you at bay while them two run off to try and win the yeah. league. Um, um, so moving on. Yeah, moving on. Nice little uh, update. Um, <laughs> 
Weekly news, eh? Uh, the news. I think it's the nice. News. <laughs> it's time to hear the news. We got the news. Apologies. I'm, yeah, I'm claiming that's copyrighted. You got, you got that from somewhere. It's a jingle. Um, yes, we'll start with the Wigan coach saga seemingly coming to an end in terms well, of Edwards going to Wasps. Um, seemingly coming to an end. It, it, in, I mean, Sean sure Edwards is coming to an end. As if it continues full steam ahead with. Edwards still possibly in talks, not confirmed. Well, Edwards came out. We can still not confirming exactly what they're going to do either way. Well, they came up with a joint statement, agreed that they're not going to stand in his way if he gets another offer. And then about five or four days later, the Wasp put a statement out from the chairman saying, Obviously. we would like him at our club. Obviously. That is a bigger offer. So it is going to be... Ian Lennigan, you are a fuel. Yeah, it, it's not You're great. Fuel. It's fuel. It's not great management from a greater Manchester. Oh, it's so simple. You want a new coach? Make him sign a contract. If you don't, don't announce him. Even if you've got an agreement where he's going to join, just wait until the end of the season. Then I have two. I have two viewpoints. One viewpoint, the cynic in me is. I think it might have literally just been a marketing ploy because it was the done, the press conference, the week of season tickets being put announced, on sale. They announced that he'd signed a contract as exactly. well. It's lies and it, it's not it's not nice. But then the other one is just it's sheer incompetence in terms of Lanigan and his management. He thinks a handshake is enough to tie someone down. Just and make I also an think, for now, not this bloody, oh, we won't stand in his way. No, no, no. The statement, Edwards is not joining our club, actually acts like a professional yeah. sports club of their business. Make an announcement that Edwards isn't coming and that you're searching for a new coach. It's almost like season. some really, really beautiful girl saying, yeah, I'll go on a date with you if I don't get any better offers. <laughs> it's like Wigan had been just sat there hoping for the best. <laughs> Someone <laughs> speaking experience. <laughs> no, <laughs> never happened. Um, so, wow. yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never happened. Uh, we'll move on to the England performance squads being announced. Uh, what are we thinking? Well, I'm thinking England aren't playing a game this year, so yeah. why the hell is there an elite performance? Uh, very I've, strange. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was was saying. Why can't uh, why still, can't... Uh, It's to do with funding reasons. Oh, the, to, the to sport get, England yeah, funding. For sport England funding, they still need to announce a squad to look like they're doing something. And yeah. also, Especially and also most not... of the Great Britain players will be in there. Obviously, you're, now, missing, yeah. you're missing fullback Luke Lachlan Coote, who's going to be played in the... Uh... No, Morgan Knowles will be starting lock forward. How much you want to bet that just because they want to have some like non-English players in, that, that Coote and Knowles will be in the squad? I reckon Grace might get in if he keeps scoring drives. They might have been the first team, but I oh, guarantee yeah. Coote, Grace and Knowles well, really, in the squad. Well, obviously, it's strange the fact that England are playing no game, so it's... Pointless in a way. Uh, really, how many really... times do we have to say this though? That how hard is it just to? There's not many teams out there, and a lot of them really want to play rugby. Hello, is that is that France? No other sport. Don't even play. even even English hockey manages to play against like semi-professional uh, um, Canadian sides. And yeah. These games are shown on Sky Sports. English hockey doesn't exist, and they get to play <laughs> games. It needs to I, be sorted in I terms don't, of calendars. How hard is it to to just have a friendly? PNG, Fiji, Ireland, Scotland, play play a half a reserve side if you have to. Play the Knights. Play well, France, at least play France like we used to every year. That never used to be a problem. France aren't playing games. What it's not hard. What struck me with the actual <laughs> squad they announced was it shows it's pointless because there's zero games, but it's also got two players who are out for the season. So why are they in that squad if they're out for the it's season? It's to manage Luke. them. Oh, come on. Don't give me that. To be fair, my main thing is just it's, embar- it's again embarrassing from the RFL. They time and time again they just continue to embarrass the sport. The fact that what well, first of all, next time we play Australia, probably be about three years since we've had a game, which itself is 
unforgivable in terms of management of the sport. Not even being able to just play France in a friendly, which even even under the old leadership of uh, Richard Lewis, we used to at the very least England played a game or two every year. It wasn't that difficult. And again, no games this year. I, I do that well. Even if we just want to go, why not? Why not? Just if we can't. If we literally can't get on the phone to any other country, because I no, don't know, Brexit's happened and everyone's <laughs> lost our number, why not just do England versus England Knights and go, go on, if Knights win, then Knights will get in all your places? There should be something. Yeah. Fans would love a game. They don't play much either. They'd love a Technically, game. Technically, there is an England game this year, no. because there's the England Nines World Cup, or there's a Nines World Cup, uh, which England are entering, apparently. Yeah, so apparently the players Cup. will be it's picked not, from these it squads. count. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go back into the second <laughs> I'm just Mr. saying. Mr. Aaron Ballard. I'm just saying, okay. I'm just saying that we're playing. <laughs> a, it's technically rugby and it's going to have the same players, even if it's Do a you think? game. No, but there definitely should be some type of international calendar because and what I'm afraid of now is because GB's coming back, which we all I think agreed was good, it's now just like replacing normal internationals and then eventually. GB will disappear again and GB it'll just be normal internationals. Hi me, hi me. This is easy. Tours, Here's what we do. <laughs> Here's what we do. We have a Great Britain tour every three or four years. Let's call it every four. There we go. Easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. It'll either be, because New Zealand are always game, even if Australia aren't, so you either tour New Zealand, Australia, or you can tour the Pacific Islands and play a multiple of Pacific Island teams. In between that, you have a World Cup and... The years that you don't have a World Cup, you put together a try or four nations or five nations or however many teams want to play together. And there's your calendar. Done. Done. Signed. And if none of that is possible, you ring up France, who are always keen for a game. You play one of the lesser Great Britain nations and maybe play more of a Knights mix squad with one or two first teamers in. There you go. I've sorted out your international calendar. Where's my 60 grand a year? We'll put, our, uh, for it. we'll put our bank details onto Twitter and you can just send the money straight into the account. I'm waiting for <laughs> it. Talk, because he would. <laughs> oh, and if, I, if Australia say no to I've anything, by money. the way, by the way, yeah, yeah, you don't wait around for them to want to play rugby uh, again. You play it without them. Uh, nah, I don't want to play. <laughs> I've got origin, mate. <laughs> um, I just yeah. said origin. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we'll move on. Uh, the Man of Steel standings updated. Um, I'll read out the first few. We've got James Roby at the top with 12, Paul McShane on 9, Ratchford on 8, <coughs> Bruff on 7, Shaw joint 7 with Clark as well. Uh, Blake Austin comes into the top um, few guys with 6 points. Yeah, so it's very close, but it looks like Roby is making a he little bit had, of a gap. He hasn't had points for the last two weeks and he's still three points clear then. Yeah, yeah. I think he got max points for about four games. <laughs> <in there. Yeah. laughs> Uh, so what we think? Man, the London got a player in there. I think Ben, you were saying to me earlier in the week, it was a good point that St Helens obviously plenty of rugby left to be played, but they have been far ahead, the better team so far. Yet there's only one player because from them. apart from Roby, there's been a bit more spread of who's been getting the points. I mean, Walmack's got the points this week, and that's the first points he's got on uh, like the match. That could be the downside of this last type week. Of, got um, three points. Yeah, was the first time he got points. There's just. 
it's hard to like Roby is the only one in that team who's consistently week to week yeah. the best player on the pitch. Is that a downside of the system in the terms not of you know, no, no. Roby will be up here, so he'll always kind of like hog the points. I'm not saying this no, is not, not necessarily field, because no, he's like, the balance still he's deserved for yeah. about five yeah. years. Yeah. You're saying oh he's hogging the points. You're saying what he's the standout player in a team of standout. Oh players. yeah, yeah, yeah. So because they're all standout, I mean maybe you could argue it's on the top easier 10. for a player in um, a team of. Like lesser players to stand out. Yeah, yeah. But then again, a team of lesser players, you're not really going to have anyone. I mean, no one from Leeds is in that list. There's one player from Wigan in that list. Yeah. No one from Huddersfield is in that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think it's fine so far. Yeah, I've I, I questioned some of the decisions, yeah. but I've not got a problem yeah, with I the agree. actual way. It's quite interesting to see there's a. Um... I think I can count three Warrington players up there, well within the top five. So, yeah. Uh, Probably Stefan Ratchford. Yeah, Stefan Ratchford, one of them. Yeah, I think we could, we could, when they eventually have their collapse, he'll drop down those rankings like a. Because I think what was the bet? Top ten. Top ten. So uh, I don't know it was top five. Current, <laughs> no, no, top ten. Top ten. He's, he's third anyway, dickhead. <laughs> top ten. Top ten. Uh, but yes, that's interesting. Um, anything else we want to say in terms of news? Anything that's caught this week? Gallon's uh, apparently going to cast. Well, Apparently. that was rumoured by from people on Twitter. Then he put his own little tweet out, which seemed to squash those rumours. Um, so what we're saying is another Gelling saga that we had last year. When is he going to witness? Is he going to Catalan? We're in the same now, or is it just much to do about nothing? I think he's going to stay at witness personally, because uh, apparently witness have had no approaches. Uh, so who to believe? Who to believe? Um, should Sound we go close. on to? <laughs> Should we go into predictions? Um, yes. A Wigan player got done for drink driving. Ooh. Oh, yes, Ooh. yes. Who? No one important, unfortunately. Oh, right. Yeah, well, there, there were, were rumours going around that there's two players and. That it was Escar. Yeah, and there's drugs involved, and then suddenly there's a statement out which was, wasn't really put on by the so club. It was more... got, Morgan got drunk and drove Escar. Oh, the terrible puns are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to get the worst pun on the podcast. Is that more sign of Wigan in crisis? The fact there's off-field f- f- issues, or is it just an isolated incident? What we're we saying? Isolated. Isolated incident. Isolated I'd incident. Say. Seems like just a young lad gone a bit mad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, should we move into predictions? Predictions. Let's have a go then. Time to predict. Oh, it's time to predict. This week we're gonna predict. Predict. Great. <laughs> Thursday's game is Leeds Rhinos hosting Castleford Tigers. Leeds Rhinos to get a win. They can't keep losing, can they? Well, we I'd like to say I'd like to say Headingley is a fortress and they're really good at home, but they're not anymore. So Castleford will win this. I'm game. gonna go with Leeds. No. I'm going to go with Cass. Oh, the shout you take. Your first shout. I'm going with Cass. I'm going with Cass. Reasons? No bother. Um, Leeds are rubbish. There's my reason. Simple as that, yeah? This is very simple. Jack? Uh, Cassford. Reasons? <laughs> Leeds. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I agree. Cass. Um, yeah. Nothing so more to say until Leeds either eventually prove us wrong or uh, go into the championship. Uh <laughs> on Friday, Hull FC host Warrington Wolves uh, at Hull FC. This um, is going to be so tight again. Um, I think Warrington, personally, I think <sighs> Hull FC is lacking 80-minute performances. But saying that, Warrington, that green defence. No, yeah, I'm going to go Warrington. I don't think yeah, Warrington. Yeah, Warrington. Gaz Alice is playing, by the way. That 
in changing the Warrington. Mm. We need an answer. Do, 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 we do, do, need do, do. an answer. Should say Warrington, but I'm just getting flashbacks to the car. We game. need an answer. Warrington, but your heart's saying Hull. Dun dun. See, if it wasn't so close, <laughs> dun, I'd dun. say, yeah, okay, I'm going Hull. Hull. Oh, going Hull. Oh, okay, so I respect that. Why not? Why not? I regret this decision immediately. <laughs> uh, the next game on Friday, Saints, 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 Saints. hosting Hull KR. Uh, Saints. I mean, nothing more needs to be said, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Sunday, Warring, uh, Wigan hosting Catalan. Wigan. Wigan. I think Catalan. Catalan away at Wigan, eh? Okay, you go for that. Wigan. I think Catalan. I'm, I'm <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Because Catalan are at grubby gits and... I just think I now think is the time. Now it. is the time where we're going to vulnerable because they're only ever going to get better because they're not great. Uh, Callum this is great it. against the Paul Leeds side. They're straight to a victory. They've got a record of a pretty sure losses for a good decade at Wigan Stadium. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with this one. Um, oh, you, you've already backed Catalan. You're so. almost changing my mind, but no, I'm going to stick my first answer for the fun and games. Catalan are going to beat Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. Next game, London hosting Huddersfield. Huddersfield. I, I want to say London. Uh, I think a great performance on their account against Hull FC. Unfortunately, will walk this by over eighteen points. Well, I think London were unfortunate not to beat Hull I FC. I predict these things. We've been watching the same league for. Hey, no. stranger things have happened, but uh, I think I think London win this. Wakefield um, against Salford. Wakefield, Salford. Uh, At Wakefield, Wakefield. Uh, I Salford. Think. Oh no, because Salford played really. Oh yeah. Oh, this is a hard one. Um, Salford need to start winning. They're playing well in Wake periods. Wakefield unlucky to lose against Warrington. Wakefield. At Wakefield. Wakefield. I think Wakefield. Salford. Salford. Right, Most okay. points, Saints. Got there early. Um, yeah. Don't think we need one this week. We might do. Just in case, oh, I kind of can say the same. You've got Saints. I'll say Castleford Tigers. Ooh. Oh, well, in, that case, and gentlemen. in that case, I'll go. It's got a mic in it. <laughs> Wakefield. <laughs> I'll say Wakefield then. In that case, Ooh. you got these two got in first. Uh, any any extras, lads? Anything you want to add in? Uh, yeah, James Roby's going to walk Man of Steel. <laughs> In fact, he's going to scoot from dummy half to Man of Steel. Do you think he deserved any more Man of Steel the past few years? Oh, can I worms? Yes, yes. He, <laughs> he walked the 2014 season, so, yeah. Um, um, the year Daryl Clark got it, it should have been yeah, James 2014. He, he was better than him. Yeah. In everywhere. Yeah, yeah, in everywhere. <laughs> Why do I see Ron Stud on your Twitter? <laughs> I just want to see what Ron Stud's saying. <laughs> What is Rod Studd saying? Nothing rugby league related, so I shall not read it. Is he on about darts again? <laughs> no, that's something to do with the EU. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Let's for talk about Brexit. <laughs> Brexit talk has been delayed. Uh, thanks for listening. This was episode nine. Um, send your tweets in. Join our fancy league. We'll put the things on Twitter. What do you think about the Piers Morgan of rugby league? Should he be allowed on the show next week? Or has he got himself a sin bin for the next podcast? Tune in next week to find out. Thank you. That's goodbye from me. It's Morgan coming from you. <laughs> I want you. Can you know? Goodbye, I've everyone. Seen you watching goodbye. Good morning, Britain. <laughs> Good morning, Britain.